space. When it's go time, when it's go time, good to go, it's go time. This Functional Family, episode 46, first and only take, you feel me? You're smiling about Man, because I'm just excited to shoot. What do you mean what I'm smiling about? Listen, if I was frowning, you should be asking what I'm frowning about. If I was crying, you should be asking what I'm crying about. But if I'm smiling, I'm you, let me, you let me sit with that. I apologize, King. Don't, don't, yeah, don't push those feelings away. Let me smile. What y'all smiling about? I know what y'all smiling about. Y'all smiling because we back. They're smiling because they recently subscribed to our Instagram page. Ah, <laughs> $2.99 a month. You feel me? You get exclusive access to content. You get, we say one-on-ones, but they really two-on-twos with us. And or two-on-ones spouse. if you're single. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do those too. You know, a little bit of couples communication coaching. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, some exclusive stories and I said, that only y'all get. Yo. Yes, baby. Like, why would you ignore my gasp? My fault. I'm sorry. No, but why? I, I don't know apologize. why you're why is you, but why I think I have an idea. It? Yo. I should be wearing a cap right now because I graduate tomorrow. That's not why. From Princeton. Oh. <gasps> Yo. That feels like the most important thing, but okay. We forgot to um, shout out Frida Souls Clothing in the last episode. Um. Well, there's a commercial in there, so... UBI, they always know we sponsored. Yeah, man, our sponsors. You feel me? Free to Souls Free to and Rest by Lynn. Rest by Lynn. Style styles, styles by Simone. Always our sponsors. You feel me? Y'all know the vibes. The yeah, vibes. man. But listen, anything. Yeah, they're is graduating tomorrow. So yeah, his at his cash app last episode hit it again. Hey, hey yo, we celebrate. Burr, 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 burr. Hey, it's dollar sign. I am redeemed. Boop, 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 boop. You feel me? I'm graduating with my master's of divinity. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Graduate king. From Princeton. Get you know that education, black man. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Get that cash out. Yeah. Education. That's my speed. I am redeemed. Education. That's my speed. You feel me? You know what I'm talking about? Facts. Whispering facts is crazy. Now I'm thinking about the Yin Yang twins. I don't like that. Not them. Oh, that came out the wrong way. Yeah, that song don't belong nowhere on our podcast. I don't even, I don't know a lyric of that song. You sure do. Lady Seema. That's it. All right, exactly. That's a lyric. Here we go. Lady Seema, Master Divinity Diploma. Lady Seema, Master Divinity Diploma. I really don't like <laughs> where this is going. This is not going in the comfortable space. Yeah, hit that space. cash app. I I'm am pretty redeemed. sure the people that are listening on audio-only podcasts don't like getting whispered into like that. I'm sorry, just, y'all, for whispering. Yeah, you and feel then, me? Yeah. Listen, y'all. <laughs> in this really good road mic. Shout out to Road. We need a sponsorship. Road or something, in you know what I'm saying? You feel me? Yeah. Do, 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 making us sound do, do, do. amazing. Feel me, Road? Yeah, you making us sound amazing. You feel me? So, holla at us. This one's Family TV. Go!
I want to go lay down. All right. Speaking of go lay down, this episode is also brought to you by Rest by Lynn. Listen, I'm right now holding one of the most comfortable pillows I have ever, ever laid my head on. Ever. And I don't, I'm not saying this because this is a partnership. It's actually a partnership because I believe this is one of the most comfortable pillows I've ever laid on. Listen, hit up restbylin.com. She's offering y'all a special discount only because y'all rocking with dysfunctional family. So go to restbylin.com for all of your pillows. I'm talking, I'm talking. She got pillows. neck pillows. Yeah, neck pillows she for when you're flying. Pillows. Couch pillows. She got floor pillows. Floor pillows. If you want to go on a picnic, the, the oversized jumbo joint. I mean, all the pillows. Pillows galore. Y'all go to restbylin.com. She has a special code just for you. Just for you for tuning in. TFF15. All right? One five. That stands for this functional family. So TFF15. And you're going to get 15% off any of your orders. All right? I'm telling you, go. This is some of the best pillows you'll ever get. And they're beautiful, too. Beautiful. Just, so is, many different Kente fabric. This is, it's just beautiful. Right, Restbylin. Peace. All right, listen, here's what we're talking about today. We are scoffing about trust. trust. You whispering again. Trust. There you go. Use your diaphragm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the whispers. Trust. What's up with you? What's you up with you? You grunting, whispering, then okay. like trust. I got it. I got it. Let me let me start off. And then you you take the next. You wanna say some stuff too? You've been saying stuff. You just been whispering and I don't like it. Sorry, yo. All right, here we go. We scoffing about trust, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was watching a video the other day um, from a relationship and love scientist. He's actually a scientist. His name wow. is um, Doctor John Gottman, and he like a love like a real love doctor. That's <laughs> yeah, like Mar- shout out to Martin, <laughs> a, real, a real love doctor, like a love oh, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if you a Mar- I didn't know those existed. No, no, no. If you're a Martin fan, then you know that. The Love Doctor episode is chill. You have to. I'm about to be. In, I'm about to be in tears. Okay, let's. Move. I right. just. You said he's a love. He's a love scientist. He's, like he's like a love science. So him, a love doctor, um, is nuts. And a partner of his. They actually. They actually study ways to um, build strong relationships and what are some of the science and physiological responses that mm-hmm. our body goes through when um, we're able to. Uh, or when we're thriving in a good relationship or when we're doing the opposite, they actually have a science to, to what our brain activities do and what our heart activities do, heart rate. Dr. John Gottman. I have to um, look it up. Yeah, he's, he's, he's amazing. Um, his oh. wife, his, him and his wife, they've been married over, her name is Dr. I think her first name is Dr. Julie. Dr. Gottman? Dr. Julie Gottman, yeah. Um, and they have been married over 20 some odd years. Um, his partner, though, in his work is actually not his wife. Is actually another um, scientist, epidemiologist. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the skin, and they um, uh, they actually do a lot of great work. As <laughs> you wilder right now, the, screaming out, "That's the skin!" <laughs> yeah, like, you really wilder right now. But they do a lot of good work, and they were. He was doing. A, I'm so sorry. Recenter, refocus. Yes. So he was doing a talk on. How to? You good? No, my hair was tickling me. I thought it was a spider, but it's not. It's no, it's no spiders. <laughs> I'm s- good. I'm just making sure you. I'm good. So, spiders. Dr. Gottman did a experiment. 
Dr. Gottman, yes, and his part. I can't remember who his um It's a girl. No, so it's a man. Good. A man. good. Why is that good? Why is it good? You think I would want my husband working all day with another woman doing all this research <laughs> about love? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because here's the thing. For a living, I literally work all day with another woman. <laughs> yeah, but not researching love. That's that's weird. Okay. Wouldn't have been me. I, I, Thank you, Dr. B- Gottman, for having a... You should be thanking Dr. Julie then, because she's the one that allows him to do the work with the other lady. But if you said it's a, a lady. man. Well, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is she would be the one that has to okay it if it was a lady. To for us to have this conversation around. They don't this. even know they on our podcast right they now. They will Listen. if you tell them. Y'all tag Dr. Gottman. I don't know who if he uses social media. I don't know. He's really old. But um so here's the thing. <laughs> he did a study on what are some of the indicators that determine if um a relationship is low risk or high risk? High risk meaning it's volatile. It can sort of like a stock. He calls it the, they call it the Dow Jones index of love. So for those that know finances, you know that the Dow, what the Dow Jones is. Um, so he has a, a study that he calls the Dow Jones index of love. And essentially they, him and his partner figured out scientific and physiological ways they can determine um, and emotional ways that they can determine whether or not a relationship is low risk or high risk um, for breaking up. And, one of the things that he talked about was the importance of good conversations and how how a conversation starts if we're having a disagreement is a determining factor of the longevity of your relationship. Like how we begin our conversation. Oh, wow. It's interesting. Is a determining factor. So people that begin host- in a hostile way. That's like a higher indicator of that you're, you're more high risk and mm. vice versa, right? But one of the things that had me thinking about, which is why we wanted to talk about trust, is he talks about, well, he doesn't talk about this, but it had me thinking about how I actually enjoy our conversations. Even when we're having disagreements, I think we get to like really good spaces that help us both learn a lot, right? And I was thinking about, why are you winking at me, baby? You said you enjoy our conversation. But it's like... Me too. Oh, oh, okay. Like a ditto. Like, All right. I'm glad that you enjoy our conversations. Are you blushing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, for those that are listening and can't see her, oh, oh my gosh. The way she's fighting back her blush is wild. Okay. <laughs> Getting more ready. <laughs> Yo. No. Yes, you are blushing. It's right, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So I enjoy our conversations and it had me thinking in order to have good and like in-depth conversations, it takes a lot of trust mm-hmm. because I tend to shut down or be less open and reflective with someone that I don't trust can manage my emotions or manage my stuff. Mm. So like if I think you're going to either in the future weaponize what I say against me mm-hmm. or gaslight what I say to use it against me, then I'm less inclined to share the deepest, yeah, the deepest layers of what's going on inside of my thoughts, inside of my emotions, my dreams, my visions. So it just had me thinking like, wow, if good conversations is an indicator of long-term 
relation, relational success in both friendships and marriages and all those things. And good conversations don't happen without trust. Mm-hmm. We think love is the thing, right? But really good long-term relationships take a lot of trust yeah. more than they take a lot of love. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about that like and um, see, really see, see what you thought. That's really, really dope. Um, so I want to start off by saying that most people, I would assume, when we hear the word trust, our first instinct is to associate that word with some kind of um, how sexually committed our partner is to us. So is there any infidelity going on mentally? Mm. Um, are you texting inappropriately? Are you? Is there a secret affair going on? Um, so a lot of people, I think, associate trust with some kind of sexual commitment. Mm-hmm. But trust is actually much more than that. So, yes, that's a right. part of it. And, you know, arguably a, one of the biggest parts of it. Mm. But trust is actually built up by the little things that we do in our day-to-day routines that can either build or destroy trust. That's good. So what that's good. are you doing in your day-to-day lives in your relationship that mm. are either contributing towards the trust your partner has for you or yeah. slowly deteriorating the trust that they feel for you. Mm. Mm. That's good. Yeah, I think like even something as small as, hey, I'm going I'm going to clean this. Mm-hmm. And then you start saying that seven days, eight <laughs> days straight. No, nah, I'm going to clean it. Then I see you cleaning it. Why are you cleaning it? Then I say I was going to clean it. Yeah, but you like, do it. <laughs> it's been 12 days. You said just go do it, right? Like yeah. small stuff. Like, you know, you're not, we're not about to fight about it, but at the same time. It's like, I don't, I can't trust you to keep your word on Low this. key. Yeah. The more you break your word, the more you become less trustworthy. trustworthy mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but that gets back to my first point. I think that we sort of, love is like, of course, love is an important factor to you and your relationship was lasting. Mm-hmm. But I think we we underestimate the importance of trust. Mm. I have relationships with people who I love dearly. Yeah. But I'm I because I can't trust them, I'd never lend money to them. Who? Like lend money? Like if they like if, who? like if they, if I know they down bad and they need money is different. But if they like say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pay you back. There's certain people I love them to death, but I would never trust them to pay. Just me take back. the forty dollars. Don't even pay me back. Yeah, yeah just, just take the yeah, money. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. Like, and, and that's what I'm saying, though, right? It's, it's certain people. It's like I love them to death, but if they say, "Hey, bro, I will meet you there at 12. Yeah, I actually don't trust that they'll be there at twelve. <laughs> like, love and trust are not synonymous. They're not. They're not. Like, I think there are people. Oh, this is gonna get. Oh, this is gonna get sticky. There are people that I don't love as much as others, but I trust them more than others. Mm. Mm. So in a relationship, you don't understand how important trust is. Yeah. Being prepared. Yeah. Being timely. Yeah. Right? That goes back to like those day-to-day habits that you that you cement yeah. that reflects your priorities yeah. and shows whether or not I can trust you in the small areas that eventually Right. Lead up to me trusting you in the bigger, the bigger part it, of our relationship. Exactly. So I think I think we have to start giving trust mm-hmm. a little more. I don't want to say credit, but a little more weight mm. to what's going to make a relation determine whether or not a relationship lasts long. Mm-hmm. Because there are people who have been divorced but see their ex spouse and admit all the time. You hear this from people like, "Yeah, I'll always love them." Mm. 
They might be in a whole new marriage. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know how their new spouse feels about that. And they're like, "No, I'll always love such and such. She's the father of my children, or she's the mother of my." And it's like, oh, that's he was a horrible. You know, he always missed date nights. Yeah, he never made it home in time for dinner. Exactly. So wow, they they they. I'll always love them, but I I can't trust them, which is why I'm not with them. So I think we we don't yeah. give trust enough weight. Yeah. Are you? The Bible says, "Let your." Well, we when the Bible talks about swearing, it mm-hmm. tells it tells it's not like. In cursing, it's talking mm-hmm. like making an oath or mm-hmm. swearing to God. Mm-hmm. The reason it tells us not to do it is not because like saying swear to God is going to send you to hell. Mm-hmm. It's more like I shouldn't. If I'm a person of integrity and I'm a person of my word, let my yes be yes mm-hmm. and yeah, let my no be, be no. no. I don't need to swear <laughs> in order to make my no no. When yeah. I say no, I mean no. When I say yes, mm-hmm. I mean yes. But the only reason I'd have to swear. Is when my yes wasn't a yes yeah. before. When your actions don't And when my no that. wasn't a no before. And people are like, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. Why don't they believe you? Because they couldn't believe you. Before. You got a bad reputation. You got your a actions, bad reputation. Your, your yeses are, are not yeses. So what we got to think about in relationship is what what's the damage subtly? Those mm-hmm. small foxes that spoil the vine. What is the damage that, that subtly happens yeah. when I'm constantly... Not a person that you can trust. Mm. It's tough. For you know sure. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think just to build on top of that, we also have to really consider the impact that our decisions make, or excuse me, the impact that our decisions have on our relationship. And yeah. that our decisions should not be selfishly made, but our decisions should be made always that's with our part relationship of trust. in mind. Yeah, that's that, part of trust. Right. right. You have to, you have to, the, no matter how big or small the decisions that you make should reflect your relationship as a whole and not just your personal preferences. So for mm-hmm. instance, if after work, um, I know you've been with the kids all day and you have your own set of, uh, your own agenda of things that you need to do for the evening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you already told me, hey, I'm going to do this when you get home so I can pass the kids on, blah, blah, blah. And I decide, hey, I need a snack tonight. I'm feeling snacky. Let me mm-hmm. stop at the supermarket and grab some cookies. Yeah. Now, while that 10, 15 minute detour is not something morally wrong, how does that subtly just destroy the trust you had for me? You know what I mean? That I can't keep my word that I'm going to come home. I know you have things to take care of. I got to get the kids so you can do your thing. But mm-hmm. I'm stopping at the supermarket, which now impacts you. And it affects the work that you have to do. Um, or even more than that, something bigger than that. And as we go to, you know. Can I, can I say something about for that? For sure. I think there's another element to that, too, to add. I agree with everything you're saying. And I think the other element is. You also should be able to trust that if you told me you have a need, like I had a long day, I need to stop and give myself yeah. a snack because it's going to make me feel better. Yeah, it, There's something there to why you can't trust me to just say, hey, I'm going to be an extra 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's either I don't think that you'll understand that I need to take this quick detour. Which lacks trust. Or... <laughs> I just don't care enough to tell you. Ah, Which would make me lack trust. Yeah, either way, there's an impact there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so we just have to communicate our needs. But even more than, you know, those small subtleties that can ruin trust in bigger aspects of our relationship and our lives. If there's this new uh, dream or vision that I want to go after, how is me venturing out into this new area going to impact our relationship? So Mm -hmm. if I don't tell you, hey, I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. Um, what time is that going to take away from us every night? If we can't Netflix and chill nightly mm-hmm. like we used to, or I have to take away money that I'm contributing to the household because now I have to go find a publisher mm-hmm. and I have to go find some kind of book deal. I have to, it's taking away my mental energy, my emotional energy, just my, 
my being is taking away all of me to go and, and go after this dream. But I haven't shared any of that with you. So then you're not prepared mm-hmm. to kind of support me or make the necessary arrangements for our household. So yeah. like every decision we make should be a reflection of our relationship. They should mm-hmm. we should never make selfish um selfish decisions just thinking that it only impacts us. Everything we do, no matter how big or small, whether it's going to the supermarket or going to start up a business, every decision we make impacts our relationship mm. and somehow either builds toward or tears yeah. down the trust that our partner has so for good. us. That's so good. I think that um that tr- oh that trust um it, it it you know what it helps with when I'm not in your presence. Mm. When I'm not like I know that you're thinking about us when you're deciding things. Yeah, that's good. It's like it's really that's what it really means. Like when you're not here and I see the kitchen is full of garbage, I'm not just taking it out because the garbage stinks. I'm taking it out because the garbage stinks. And I also think like I don't want my family coming home tripping over bags. Like it's like I you can trust that my thoughts are not individualistic. Yeah. And I think that's how trust is built in other areas. It's like when we're not around each other, it's not just you trust I'm not sexting another woman. Mm-hmm. It's it's way more than that. Yeah. Because I could be doing other things that are still super selfish. <laughs> I could be doing other things that are still still super selfish and never sexually, immorally step out of our marriage. Yeah. So, like, when we talk trust, it's so much bigger than just sexual immorality. It's, are your decisions that you're making when you spend a dime Mm. fruitful or helpful for this house? If it's not, do we have a relationship where you're like, yeah, baby, I I bought lunch three times this week. I know we're supposed to be eating in more Mm -hmm. and cooking more. I bought lunch three times this week. Okay, what's the reason for that? Yeah. I trust you enough to tell you and be like, hey, I, I'm feeling stressed. Yeah. So I'm eating more pleasure foods. And I, you know what I mean? Like now the conversation is actually deeper than just, I just wanted some food. And it's like, it's actually more than that. You don't trust me with your You don't trust me with the, yeah. To like have that conversation you don't about trust how I'm feeling. Exactly. You don't trust me enough to actually tell me you stressed out. So you're spending more money. Yeah. So now I'm like, I can't trust you with no money. And then you like, <laughs> you ain't never buying nothing. I'm the only one buying something. So now we're talking about who bought stuff and who didn't. And the real deep is just, oh, you're, you're stressed, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you don't trust me enough to tell me you're stressed. Yeah. So now you spend and you're telling your money mm-hmm. how you feel more than you tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. You're telling your money instead of your mate. It's big. You know That's what I mean? Big. So That's big. I think... The reason we want to have this conversation outside of what I shared in the beginning is this is not just about, I think we have to expand how trust is looked at mm-hmm. so that it's not something that we just make so monolithic about uh, stepping outside of your marriage sexually. Yeah, like some kind of infidelity. Yeah, like you yeah. breached by, by, by liking these half-naked Instagram booty pics, right? Like it's like... Let me see your Discover page. You can check no. my Discover page. Ain't no booty pics over there. Here, take it. I'm going to leave it right there just in I case don't you decide want it. to check after the episode. Um, but yeah, like, it's more than that. It's yeah. not that those things aren't trust breakers. But I think those are talked about so much that we also miss the subtle ways mm. that we breach trust that prevents good conversation, mm. that presents, I mean, prevents me from, like, telling you the things that you need to hear, mm. um, prevents me from telling things that... Are going on with me yeah. that I just don't want to release them because I don't know if she's gonna do the right thing with them. You know what mm. I mean? So 
I guess the question would be if we had to close this out, like how how do we repair trust in yeah. a fracture that we've fractured in a relationship? You know what I mean? Um for sure. One of the things that I would start with is bite-sized and measurable goals. Mm-hmm. Sounds very like corporate languagey. It's mm-hmm. like this ain't a measurable goals. This ain't a <laughs> an employee review. What are we doing? A 90-day review, measurable goals. But yeah, I I really think having something, when I say measurable, like something that you can really look back and say, hey, I said three days in a row I was gonna do this small thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the dishes so that she doesn't have to do it when she comes in from work. All three days I did it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something you can measure. You don't have to repair trust by trying to find a new way to do the thing that you messed up in a right in a more right way. Like whatever the thing is that you broke the trust with, you don't have to find ways to do that right. You have to find a way to show them you're a person of your word, which is mm. why you start mm-hmm. with measurable. I, I don't have to show like I if, let's say that let's say it's like big trust that I broke. Mm-hmm. Like like I you, you know, took five thousand dollars out of our checking account. Yeah, and I didn't tell you right. <laughs> I may not have five thousand dollars to put it right back. Right. So I have to show you that I'm a person of my word right. more than I can just say replace the I money. Can replace the money mm-hmm. because you may not immediately be able to repair the trust yeah. by fixing the thing that you actually fractured. You have to fix the trust by just showing you're a person of your word, right. which is why you start with bite-sized, measurable goals. Because it's always bigger than the actual breach of trust. Absolutely. It's always bigger than the $5,000. Sure, you could put it back. You might, you know. Might be able to. You might be able to, but it's that's it's not that. It's the yeah. principle of why did you, you take me. it and not tell me in the first place? That's right. That's right. Um, and I also think that if trust is broken, one of the best ways to repair um, that trust or that breach um, is to show a desire to to refine or change how you communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is important. This is important because before you broke trust, you may not be the call or text check-in person. You may not be like, hey, baby, I just got off of work. I'm on my way home. Mm-hmm. That might not be your style. But if you breach trust in like a big way, you might have to refine how you communicate and you might have to turn yourself into a check-in person because <laughs> you got to repair the breach. So you got to do something a little different. Yeah. You might be the type that like, if they ask you, oh, uh, what you want for dinner? No matter, whatever you cook. Mm-hmm. You might have to be the type to be like, uh, steak, chicken's okay with me if that's what you make it. Right, right. And it doesn't yeah. mean like, it's, it's humbling yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, re- and rethinking how you're communicating to show them you're actually making an exerted effort to build back their trust. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to call and check in, even though that wasn't my style. Right. Hey, I'm going to do a, a, a weekly or a bi-weekly uh, emotional check-in. Yeah. Hey, am I doing okay? Even though that wasn't mm. my style. I, I have to reimagine what communication looks yeah. like with you because my former form of communication led me to break your trust. Yeah. I'm going to show you that I care about repairing it by inconveniencing myself for your sake. I am willing to That's do nasty. things that I would not normally do because I care about you so much that I am going to inconvenience myself to show you that I'm willing to be uncomfortable for the sake of restoring what was broken. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Hi. Right. I'm sure we could go a lot deeper with trust, yeah. but you know, if you want some more in-depth 
talks, want to ask us some personal conversation questions. Subscribe to our Instagram. Two ninety nine a month. You feel me? <laughs> Gotta do that promo. Got to. All right, this or that. Oh, Let's get to it. We did. We did. We did. I'm reading the first question. Would you rather live two hundred years in the past or two hundred years in the future? Three, two, one. To the future. In the past. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going forward, baby. My rationale is I'm sh- you fool. Okay, this was a period of enslavement and two hundred years. But it's like I don't know what the condition of the earth is going to be like in two hundred years with all this desolation and extinction and uh, mass production of food and lack of resources and water drying up and we're losing natural resources. I don't know how sustainable life is going to be. I well, watch a lot of these like David Attenborough well, I'm documentaries. Live, on I'm going to live to tell the story. <laughs> 200, I'll tell you what it was like. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> um, pew, nah, um, I, I just think that, uh, I don't know. I think that, I don't know if my rationale is as compelling. I think if I go back, I don't know how I would feel dealing or seeing or witnessing the trauma of my ancestors yeah. and things like that. I'm just not. I'm not for it. I think every era and generation has its issues. And if yeah. not having clean water is the issue of 200 years from now, we're going to figure it out. But I don't know that I want my issue to be watching myself or others be treated like chattel. So, yeah, this has got dark and heavy. Sorry. Didn't right, expect the next that. One. Oh, All right. Next question. You read it. Would you rather end homelessness or domestic violence? Oh, I'm not answering this question. We have to. I'm not. You're not about to catch me out here get canceled <laughs> by either community. <laughs> Whatever. The, is there a consequence? <laughs> like you no, can, but we. Hey, hey, I care about both. We can, but don't. All right. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Domestic, domestic violence. violence. My Yeah. I've come across. Homeless people who are completely at peace, have great relationships with God, and are just content with life. And they spread so much joy and love. Domestic- we, from, we from Brooklyn, though. That's why I think our homeless people quality is like a little... <laughs> like, Brooklyn's so expensive. You got people that actually got jobs that's getting kicked out <laughs> of their crib. I'm serious. Brooklyn's so daggone expensive. You got, like, real quality people in the streets. I don't know. New Yorkers are just different. That's like, true. you could catch me when I was in Brooklyn. You know this. You could catch me on the corner kicking it with somebody homeless, just talking, and we chopping it up. I'll pray with them. We talking. We'll walk to this. I won't even give them money sometimes to get food. Sometimes I'll walk to the store with them. Like, yo, let's walk together and we chill. You know what I mean? Like, I've we've stopped photo shoots to talk to homeless people. Yeah. And just kick it with them. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think they're just New York is just built different. But I, I like that. But answer. obviously, needless to say, I think I I hope we are against both. Yeah, 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 we're definitely against both. We could eradicate homelessness. Both possible. I think my rationale is that I think homelessness, I think it can be, homelessness can be eradicated with some really simple fixes financially from people <laughs> that have a certain amount of resources. I'm yep. going to just leave it at that. I think domestic violence is such a layered, complicated issue that Mm. your body is not the only thing Mm. Mm -hmm. that's injured in domestic violence situations. There's 
there are fractures and injuries in other areas mm-hmm. and it it's a more it's a more wholesome healing as i'm saying it i'm starting to think of the complexities of being homeless and now i'm starting to regret what i'm saying so i, I want them both to be eradicated but i think i'm sorry this yeah you wild out with this all right last question last question <laughs> Last this is the darkest dish of that ever. You wild. We've had some dark ones, I think. Yeah, Last yeah. one. It's your turn. Oh, I thought you were going to read it. My fault. Would you, would you rather have more time or more money? Drum roll, please. More, more time. time. More time, I can find opportunities to make more money. But more and money don't necessarily buy more time. You feel me? But my, my reasoning really quickly is I think more time gives me the space to do what I would want to do with the more money. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's it. We love y'all. FreeSocialClothing.com. And we trust y'all to subscribe to our Instagram page at $2.99 a month. Trust. Don't breach. Don't breach our trust now. <laughs> don't fracture our trust. Dysfunctional Family TV on Instagram. $2.99 a month. Monthly subscription. You feel me? Bow, bow. Did you shoot them? No, I didn't shoot them. I was just... I shot down the lack of tr- 